welcome to This Week in Telnor Digital, episode number one, recorded on November 1st, 2016, at Fornum Norway. I am your host, Bjorn Remset, and with me in the Telnor Digital studio today, I have my co-host, Oisin Zimmerman. How are you today, Oisin? I'm great. Uh, it's a lovely, actually sunny uh, day here in uh, Oslo. It's uh, getting colder and colder, but uh, overall I'm uh, pretty good. Yeah. And it, yeah, but it's an exciting day too, because we're making the first episode of this week in Telenor Digital. Yes, I think it's actually great. I'm actually super excited to see what people think. Uh, perhaps uh, our listeners might be interested in knowing why we're doing this, but uh, why don't we just let them know? What do you think? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, just go on. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Why not? Uh, you, so here's where the idea came. So last week we were both at um, Nordfjell up in the mountains. Yeah. It was great. Um, it was a company outing for all of Telenor Digital. And uh, but there was something I, I even won an award for something. But uh, it was a little surprising thing. So uh, there was a presentation that you had that uh, surprised me a lot. Okay. Uh, was it surprising? Did you like it? Was it good? Bad? It was fantastic. <laughs> but here's the thing, you were talking about some research you have been doing with customers for finding actual problems to solve with new communication services, and that was very surprising to me because I've been talking to you on a regular basis, and the research you had been doing was actually about services that, I mean, I care about on the platform that I'm developing, so why didn't yeah. I know about this? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly why we think we should make a uh, podcast, actually, because I can document it, I can put it on confidence, but this is actually a great way to get the information out there. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, so you can just listen to it whenever yeah, you want to, whenever if you want to, and yeah. you actually don't have to be part of the group that does it either, because yeah. this will be distributed on, you know, this internet thing. Yep, on SoundCloud, actually. Yeah. So it's super easy, on all of your devices, you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but first of all, uh, how did you end up here working on these things? And please keep it brief. Um, yeah. Well, I started off in, uh, well, way back in the day, I was in a maths department and I studied, uh, well, maths first of all and then computer science a bit. But then I went to the dark side and studied economics and went to investment banking. Got disillusioned with that, then ended up in uh, Berlin and uh, started actually two different types of companies, very different, and got into the idea of like software. Then I became sort of a product manager over this. And then I, my girlfriend moved to Norway actually in uh, last year and I was like looking for a job and I saw Komoyo Messenger actually and they wanted <laughs> the uh, PM for that. And I thought, oh, hey, you know what, I've no focus into Asia, I'd love to get that. And I applied and got it, and uh, then I came in, and uh, that got, uh, well, I came in, I saw the mess, and I was like, okay, uh, we have to fix this. We decided to park it for now, but then I got uh, really interested in Lalitel and what it was doing, and I wanted to see if we could, from my team, Products and Innovation, start uh, looking at what you're doing and see if we could make a more consumer-centric approach. Oh, so Kumai Messenger, that's a messaging service somewhere in Asia, where? Yep, it was uh, facing mainly into Bangladesh and then in Pakistan. And we had uh, up to a million users, but essentially our downloads, really. But uh, it did, the product didn't work, and there's a multitude of reasons why. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned Loltel, so I should give a 10-second description of that. So Loltel, well, that's just... Uh, <laughs> it's a telco for lulls and hacks. Uh, well, actually, it is an experimental telco where you can do basically anything we want. 
uh, within the limits of the law and with you. Uh, one of the things we can do is to actually uh, create new services that, mm -hmm. uh, w with many degrees of freedoms that we count if you buy them from the ordinary vendors, which I will not Just. name. Uh, uh, but this gives us a problem. We need to know what is actually useful, what this customers really need and want. Exactly. So, and yeah. Just one thing that I really find interesting about Lontel and uh, some other, some people might have heard of the software telco is the flexibility and the platform which it gives, right? So if you're thinking of uh, amending or changing or perhaps solving a problem for someone in the real world, they don't really uh, care about the telco stack that's running it. What they care about is that their problems, their needs and wants are fulfilled, right? Now, if I do that with a traditional uh, telco stack, it's not going to be possible. I mean, it'll take so long to get the boxes changed and all the rest, and no iterations right away. This is a waterfall approach in uh, in the old school world. But in this, uh, when I'm facing into Lolthel, it's great, right? I have a group of guys who are super eager to uh, open up and to uh, figure out exactly what the user wants and give it to them by just simply talking and engaging with them and prototyping and iterating. And that's the sort of that's what. That's why I find it so compelling. Yeah, we have a little saying. Yeah. There's nothing that gets things done like doing things. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, so you've been talking to people about yeah. new communication services. Yeah. And this was so exciting when I heard it last week that I want you to talk to tell it to me again now. Okay, great. So, okay, first of all, we decided there's many ways in which you can do this, right? So you can have, um, you can simply do one-off interviews, you could do surveys. I mean, I know that Telenor Research have been doing research on users for many years, right? Yeah. But the mismatch here is that uh, when a traditional, the traditional approach is to really go out and see what people are using, maybe come back with that information and change a price plan or maybe change in, you know, little tweaks that, really don't, in the end, help that much, right? But what I've been trying to do is, I think it's very important that we actually deliver something. So I wanted to have, I looked for a framework that would be interesting um, and also useful and uh, that's sort of well-researched. And the, the framework I came up with, well, the overarching theory behind it is like design thinking, but essentially what it means, uh, what I've been focusing on right now is a, a design sprint. And what's really cool about that is that you go in a space of, you can either do it in a week or two weeks, but we've taken four-week uh, windows. And what we try to do is uh, establish research objectives uh, on the, you know, beforehand, go out, um, figure out through user interviews and group sessions, gather a lot of information, distill it down, um, try to work out what the fundamental drivers and the problems are, and essentially over time, uh, over a week or so, get to the point where you can uh, have a series of really low fidelity ideas to co-create with the users and then once they've co-created a bit prototype them go back so what do you mean yeah. about co-creation so co-creation is an interesting uh, idea right what we try and do before we go from having identified a problem and prototyping we simply go and get them in a room with pen and paper and this is a really interesting t type of workshop because we try to strike the right balance between Showing them the direction we, or the the, air, the problem area we want them to. Do you have know, an example? Yeah, maybe I will give you an example. So, for instance, one of the areas uh, that we touched on, which is a very ironic and, and, and uh, maybe counterintuitive area, is the fact that uh, every single person we spoke to, the number one problem they faced today was actually not that they couldn't communicate. It was in fact that there was too much communication in a way, right? They felt uh, that they were being bombarded with loads of information. And what they're, the Vimla users that we're 
uh, speaking to, they're uh, generally in the ages of 18 to 24, and what they're doing is they're studying, they're working, uh, usually part-time, but uh, and they're at home. That's really their lives. Now, but a lot of this, uh, when they need to focus, it's virtually impossible for them. They have, this, they have a mix between anxiety and this uh, sort of addiction. Right, and uh, what's interesting about yeah, this I, is I feel their pain. Yeah, yeah, in a way, right? You can't turn your phone off because then no one can contact you, and that's actually a really strong like thing to do, right? To turn your phone off. But the other hand, if you turn on, let's say, on iOS, you have uh, Do Not Disturb, and on Android, you can turn on the same sort of thing, right? Yeah. But that actually is not very good because the minute you touch your phone, you can see all the notifications listed. So they were trying to figure out, okay, and they've used, they've tried a multitude of different solutions for this, right? But we, uh, and, and so we not only heard this from everyone we spoke to, we, we went out further, did a little quantitative work, and yes, this is a problem. But how do you create such a solution, right? Because obviously uh, it's not only about, you know, physically delivering a no, you know, a, a, a sort of a, 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 the ability not to, 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 to be able to focus. It's how you do it. So we, for instance, went to this um, room. We had some users. We put them in the room, and we, we simply put up on a wall a blank piece of paper with focus time written on it. Mm -hmm. And we discussed that. And they had paper and pen in front of them, and over time we would reveal in a certain sort of uh, really low-fidelity way what we envisaged what that meant as they gave us feedback. So we would literally draw right. as yeah. they came in, and then they would draw what they felt. So we came up, we called it, initially we had focus time, but what they, they started calling it, they wanted to be in a bubble. And what was crucial for them is that when the information comes in, so when somebody's trying to reach you, if they're in this bubble, they want an information sent back to the person who's trying to reach them, saying, hey, I'm in the bubble right now, and with the time left. So it has to be time-specific. Right. And they also talked about the Pomodoro scheme, which and is what you... What's that? This is a scheme that lets you wean yourself off addictions in a way, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, or, or, or like develop better habits, right? And the idea is that you, get, you start off small, you don't start off trying to like focus for a whole hour. Mm -hmm. You start off with 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, then t 21 minutes. And mm -hmm. it's different for each person, right? Okay, but so that's, that's what I'm saying. And, that and these three people started talking and then kind of talking to each other about like, what the best approach would be. And they all knew about this Pomodoro scheme. Two of them knew, and then the other one of them, we obviously had to explain it to the rest of the participants. Mm -hmm. And they were all super interested. Then they wanted, so it came from like a really low idea that we'd identified to something quite structured that at the end of the workshop we were able to say, actually, okay, we have some key components here that we would need to use in our prototyping process. So a few of those would be? Uh, for instance, that it should be um, a dynamic process. You should select a time that counts down. It shouldn't be simply like uh, on or off. That's very, uh, sorry. <laughs> and then also, uh, what's really crucial for them was that there needs to be some reward attached to it. And it should also be such that they can share or not so much share the, um, the result, but, you know, they want to be able to go to their colleagues or friends, really, and say, hey, guess what? Look, I have got either the free stuff, because we could link it with a reward scheme, uh -huh. but also say and share, and their bubble would grow, so they would get more points and that they would be seen. That was a generally positive thing. They would be able to say, hey, I'm in the bubble. My bubble is bigger than yours because I've spent more time focusing. And that was something that they found to be really, really, like, both rewarding and that they could brag about, essentially. Right, okay, so this I can reinterpret it, yep. interpret this, co-create with you. Yes, yes, yes. 
so, uh, you, so sort of building a reward scheme for uh, something which is important, which is focused time. Yes. You actually do stuff without getting interrupted. Yep. But all the uh, reinforcement mechanisms that you get from the communication devices and yes. apps and so on actually goes against this. Exactly. Yeah, so you need to find, to find some way that actually takes away those distractions, yep. gives you reward mechanism, mm -hmm. and isn't too intrusive. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and okay. the way we've come up with it now, I guess uh, we'll actually definitely put a link up uh, uh, onto the SoundCloud um, uh, after the podcast. So you can see how we've taken what came from that co-creation workshop out into the next phase where we would prototype such a thing. And it would be very, again, like not low fidelity, it would be a bit higher fidelity this time where we try to show them implementations. But again, the same process, right? But ideally what you could have done, um, now we couldn't do this because our, our designer was actually sick at this time. Uh, so the follow-up week didn't work. But mm -hmm. in general, by uh, four weeks, we could go from knowing, let's say, very little about a problem to knowing quite a lot by having focused, intense uh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, user interaction to having some sort of prototype system that would definitely guide not only the front-end but also some of the back-end implementations. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. In, in Alta, for instance, I mean, this is just taking it off the cuff. So one thing we could do was, would be to selectively block... Uh, uh, IP addresses, yep. so that when you say you don't want to be interrupted by certain services, we can make sure you won't, yes. e even though you actually don't turn them off on your device. Yes. It would be up to, to you to do it, mm -hmm. and it would be have to be tested, but mm -hmm. this is something which is, which is quite within our reach to do. Yeah. Just and, this, and, and this conversation we're actually having would be the conversation we would need to have right during prototyping, because right, prototyping yeah. doesn't just envisage... Like in this framework, doesn't it just envisage prototyping with users? It means going back to the tech see, capabilities. See what's feasible. Yes, yeah. exactly, right? Because mm -hmm. they might have crazy ideas that are wonderful ideas, but mm -hmm. simply not feasible. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly where this fits in in the face. So we're actually doing it right now. Oh, this is so yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what I think uh, is really interesting, though, is one final thing about this, is mm -hmm. that it is done in a sprint. Right, so, so you want to do you have fixed time limits. Fixed time limits, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's really important to emphasize because it's not simply like an ongoing process will deliver something to you in a year. It's mm. something that you should find actionable. And the beautiful thing about this, or, oh, sorry, I'm getting very enthusiastic, is that also, also a team we haven't spoken about is the strategic engineering team uh, who have actually been working a little bit with uh, Laltel2. And they were very interested, and I know you're interested, mm. in... Uh, if this, then that uh, capability within, let's say, a software telco, um, having that as a feature set or functionality. But what's interesting about this is we, we need to know more from the users to figure out exactly how they perceive it and what sort of focus or target people should we target with such a thing. And yeah, it's a very general mechanism. Exactly. So, yeah. And the point is, like, uh, that's something that you can fit in within this framework. And we, We're having a meeting uh, this week and we'll, fit, uh, we'll figure out our essentially within the scope of that the research objectives and once we give us that and understand what you guys want we'll go out into we don't know what we want we want, we want to have happy millions and billions of users yes yeah. but the point is what's really interesting is that it's still important and part of this exercise is to narrow down a little bit so that you can begin to build something and then iterate on it right yeah. and that's what we're going to try and achieve within this framework yeah so I hope we can hear more about this at a later podcast but uh, I think this is about as much time we had yes. today. Okay, good. So let's just uh, wrap this up. Uh, so in this podcast, we do talk about events happening in Telno Digital. Uh, I would like to emphasize that uh, 
as far as we know, this does not in any way, shape, or form represent uh, <laughs> 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 Telenor, of Telenor, yeah. Telenor or Telenor Digital or anything else at anything all. Anything else, it's just yeah. us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we do have some show notes for this uh, podcast. You can find them at uh, blog.telnor.io eventually. Uh, and the music you've been hearing is uh, courtesy of Apple's GarageBand free yeah, <laughs> yeah. which we use for this wonderful pro- professional production. And um, thank you so much for yeah. listening to this week in Telnor Digital. Yeah. Great.